Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Barry Chesler, and today's Daf is Masachet Chagiga Kafala, Tractate Chagiga 21. Today's Daf is relatively short. Most of the A-side is taken up with the lengthy Tosafot, which discusses the Mishnah at the top of the page. Our Daf begins today with the 11th stringency the rabbis introduced to the laws of purity. Yesterday's daf enumerated ten. The eleventh concerns the onen and the mechuzar kipurim. An onen is one whose close relative has died, that is, one of the seven relationships for which one sits shiva, but who has not yet been buried. The mechuzar kipurim is one who has yet to bring the requisite sacrifice to complete the purification process. He is immersed already in the mikvah, and the night has fallen, but he still must bring his sacrifice. In both these cases, the Mishnah teaches that immersion is necessary for the eating of Kodesh, but not for Truma. The Talmud asks a question on the first stringency, which states that one may not immerse a vessel inside another vessel for the eating of Kodesh, but may do so for Truma. Rabbi Ela explains that the weight of the inside vessel creates a partition which could render the immersion invalid. In other words, we are concerned that the heaviness of the inner vessel will make it rest on the bottom so that we cannot be sure that water has completely surrounded it to make the immersion valid. The Talmud now questions Rabbi Ela. Do we now learn about Chatzisah interposition from the case of garments in which for Kodesh one must untie, dry, and immerse, and afterward tie, but for Truma one may simply tie and then immerse? This is clearly teaching Chatzisah, and therefore the first stringency must be teaching something else. The answer is that both the Rasha and the Seifa, the first case and the second case, concern Chatzisah, and both, in fact, are necessary. The Talmud presents a resolution in a style which we have seen before. We have two statements which seem to teach the same thing, so it is questioned whether both are necessary, and the answer is that we cannot, in fact, learn either from the other. Without both, we would reach the wrong conclusion. In our case today, the Talmud suggests that if we only had the first case, the one about the two vessels, the one being inside the other during immersion, we would think that the reason this was disallowed for Kodesh is because of the heaviness of the vessel, but that in the second case, where that is not an issue, that even for Kodesh, the lower standard for Truma would be allowed. And, if we only had the Seifa, the case of the garment, we might think that a knot is tight in the water, but with the ratio of the vessel, the water would allow the second vessel to float inside the first one, and would not constitute an interposition, so it is necessary to explicitly teach this too. The Talmud continues, Rabbi Elah Lata'ameh. This teaching of Rabbi Elah accords with another one, where Rabbi Elah said in the name of Rabbi Hanina Bar Papa, that there are ten stringencies or higher standards which the rabbis taught here in Mishnah Chagigah, 
The first five concern both Kodesh and Chulin, which is prepared according to the higher standard of Kodesh, and the last five concern only Kodesh, but not Chulin prepared according to the higher standard of Kodesh. What is the reason? The first five have an element of biblical impurity, which is of concern to the rabbis. Therefore, these stringencies concern both Kodesh and Chulin. The last five, which have no element of biblical impurity, they are strictly rabbinic. The rabbis decree for Kodesh only and not for Chulin. Rabbah takes another approach. From the second case, we learn the case of Chatzisa, so that the first case must come to teach something else. The reason for the first case, then, is a Gezerah, a rabbinic decree that one not immerse pins and hooks in a vessel whose mouth is not the size of a leather bottle's tube. For we learn in a Mishnah in Mikvaot, two Mikvaot can be combined if one is lacking sufficient volume of water, provided that connection is Kishifoferet Hanod. The size of its thickness and opening accommodates two fingers that one can wiggle back and forth inside. According to Rava, then, the case of one vessel inside the other vessel has to do with whether we can include the water inside the larger vessel as part of the mikvah waters or not. This discussion will continue tomorrow. Until then. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.